As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Dogs cry out in the night as they grow restless, longing for some solitary company. I know that I must do what's right, sure as Kilimanjaro rises like Olympus above the Serengeti. I seek to cure what's deep inside. Frightened of this thing that I've become CAA Loma Linda, 10.50 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. California Headline News, Governor Gavin Newsom ordering that events in the state with 250 people or more be canceled or postponed to slow the spread of coronavirus. Sporting events, other types of conferences, music festivals, and the like, fill in the blank, and I'm happy to fill in the blank. Theaters, casinos, and outdoor theme parks like Disneyland are exempt from the order. Newsom acknowledging that the state's authority to enforce the order is limited, but expects most everyone to comply. The political divide continuing on Capitol Hill despite the growing coronavirus pandemic. Democrats proposing paid sick leave and expanded unemployment insurance. Republicans turning thumbs down. The country is looking to the government to come together and meet these challenges. But the bill that we saw that just came forth last night at 11 p.m., comes up short. Kevin McCarthy saying House and Senate Republicans are working on what they say will be a better plan, urging people not to panic while praising President Trump's leadership. Rain returning to Southern California today. Rain likely in the northern region of the state starting Saturday. Jeff Scott, California News. America is a great big country. Filled with all kinds of different people. Young. Old. City people. Country folk. And everything in between. 
and every one of us matters. So we all should count, right? That's why the 2020 Census wants to make sure we're all counted. Why is it so important? Because the Census helps inform how hundreds of billions of dollars will be spent each year for things like new roads, health clinics, even more school programs. It also decides your state's congressional representation. It's just too important to miss. So be counted and make sure. Your neighborhood counts. Your family counts. Take the 2020 census. Take the 2020 census. Come on, take the 2020 census. And make sure you count. Shape your future. Start here. Learn more at 2020census.gov. Paid for by U.S. Census Bureau. NBC News Radio. I'm Brian Shook. A record 11-year-long run of the bulls on Wall Street may be coming to an end. Stocks are in a bear market now after losing more than 20% since setting a record high on February 12th. President Trump plans to address the nation tonight about the coronavirus pandemic. Trump recently tweeted his statement will happen at 9 o'clock Eastern time. NBC's Jeff Bennett is at the White House. And he could use that setting, based on our reporting, to announce a national disaster declaration. That would unlock up to $40 billion immediately, push billions of dollars out the door to help state and local governments confront the the spread and the economic impact of coronavirus. The NCAA men's and women's basketball tournaments will be held without fans. NCAA President Mark Emmert cited the ongoing coronavirus outbreak in a statement announcing the decision about March Madness today. Brian Shook, NBC News Radio. Do you have a debt problem? Are you being sued for an unpaid debt? Is your paycheck being garnished or your bank account emptied out? Do you feel like you're running out of options? The Fullman Firm is your friendly local law firm next door and has helped thousands of people just like you. Give us a call at 833-FULLMAN and see if we can help you too. It's a free confidential consultation. You have nothing to lose. For debts above $7,000, give us a call at 833-FULLMAN or check out FullmanFirm.com. That's 833-F-U-L-L-M-A-N. The Fullman Firm. Let our lawyers get you on the path to financial freedom. The proceeding is not intended as a guarantee or estimate of the outcome of your case. Every case is unique and past results are not indicators of the success of your case. Take control of your financial future and call 833-FULMAN or visit FULMANFIRM.COM now. It's time to say see you later alligator to embarrassing and troublesome issues with your skin, nails, and hair with all-natural Cayman alligator oil. Cayman oil is locally made right in Louisiana, where people have been using alligator oil for centuries to treat all kinds of ailments. A drop a day of Cayman oil can help you say see you later alligator to athlete's foot, nail fungus, acne, eczema, rashes, dry skin, cuts, infections, MRSA, scars, burns, sunburns, and even ingrown hair and dandruff. If you or someone you know is tired of suffering with any of these skin, nail, and hair troubles, you need to visit mycayman.com to learn more about 100% natural, non-toxic, hypoallergenic cayman oil and get a bottle today. Say, see you later, alligator, with cayman alligator oil at mycayman.com. That's my. C-A-I-M-O-N dot com. MyCayman dot com. The following program on KCAA is pre-recorded. Are you ready for a new experience? To see life from another point of view. 
new hope, new expression, new joy. This is your radio hour. Welcome to Viewpoint with Father John. And welcome, friends. You're tuned to KCAA Radio, 1050 AM, 102.3 FM, 106.5 FM, or on the World Wide Web at kcaaradio.com. This is Viewpoint with Father John. I am your host, Father John Reed. By the way, you can follow us on both Instagram and Facebook. Just go to Viewpoint with Father John. And I do get the notes that you've been sending, and I thank you for that. It blows me away that we're getting letters from Brazil, from Panama, from the Philippines. The ones from the Philippines, though, are usually collect. I don't know why that is, but we get them from all over the place. So always glad to, to get your notes. All of God's children are endowed with extraordinary purpose and ability. I'm on a quest to help as many as possible in fully realizing their divinely inspired potential. Disposing a false narrative and embracing genuineness inspires clarity of purpose. My role is to help overcome self-imposed limitations in realizing one's spiritual potential. And friends, while you're in the city of Claremont, I want you to stop by one of my favorite places, Claremont Pharmacy, owned by Dr. Nikki Ho. She takes care of all my diabetic supplies, and if you need someone who's really on the ball, Go see Nikki. You'll really be glad you did. She has good hometown service that we used to get from your neighborhood pharmacy. And so she just gave me my Victoza again today. So I'll be thinking of her tonight when I take my shot. So, see, I get a shot every night. It's pretty good for a guy that doesn't drink, huh? <laughs> and while you are in Claremont, just go down the street a little bit further to BC Cafe. And you say hello to my friends, Rocky, who owns the place, and Jose, who's the manager, and any of the people who work there. You know, I love seeing the listeners come in and come to my table and let me know that they're listening in on the program. It's always an honor to spend time with you. And uh, this is a listener-supported program, so I continue to beg you for your support. You've been doing it for two years now. Just go to viewpointwithfatherjohn.com, go to the support button, click on it, and give what you can. For those of you who have been given all this time, thank you. I'm really grateful for your generous support and of course if you really want to support me buy my book close your eyes so you can see me remember we're in february you should start shopping for christmas and uh, for this year next year at least and then, <laughs> so stock up it's a good deal and it keeps us on the air i'm very happy to announce that we have a couple of great guests this evening mr gregory wright and victoria jones and they are with friends of the pacific electric trail and i didn't know about this too long ago i i uh know Victoria's husband and, and and he said hey do you know about this and I acted like I did and then I went home and tried to google it so that next time I saw him I could pretend like I knew what it was <laughs> but the more I found out about it I realized that this is really an important project that does a lot of things more than what most places do and so I'm going to have our guests say hello Greg you want to say hello to people hello everybody and also Victoria I want you to say hello good evening and Tell us a little bit about what this program is. What, what does it mean, Friends of the Pacific Electric Trail? Um, basically, the Friends of the Pacific Electric Trail are a volunteer organization of folks that advocate for the uh, use and expansion and also the um, uh, really awareness of the PE Trail, Pacific Electric Trail. 
the old Pacific Electric Rail line, who was a, that was abandoned, was converted. There's like a rails to trails program that goes across the United States. Okay. So this is actually a 21 mile trail that goes through five cities, from Claremont. Uh, it terminates in Claremont or, or starts depending upon which direction you're going. Uh, Upland, Montclair, uh, Ranch Cucamonga, Fontana, Rialto, and it's a regional trail. That's an exercise trail. It's for people to be able to get out and experience basically a safe way to you know either ride your bike on a very wide pedestrian path. You can walk it. You can hoof it. We say sometimes because there's some sections that will support horses. I was going to ask you, about that. Yeah, yes. you can jog, uh, but step lightly when you're around the horses. Uh, you can <laughs> nice. jog. You can uh, ride your bike as long as it's pedestrian powered. We're not talking about motorized, so it's a non-motorized trail. Oh, good. So it's a way for people to be able to get out and connect and. Um, uh, I might be getting a little off, but, you know, like my wife and I, uh, who's in the booth, uh, we'll sometimes, we'll take our bikes, put it on the car, we'll drive down to Central Park, because we live in Rancho Cucamonga, and we'll offload the bikes, and we'll say, okay, which way do you want to go, and what do you want to eat? So sometimes we'll ride into another area, mm. and actually have dinner, or lunch, or whatever. So it's a great way, really, just to connect, and not be on the streets. So there's yes. a lot of safety involved with the trail. Mm -hmm. I like that, because I, I walk two miles every day. Mm -hmm. And a couple of weeks ago, I actually got clipped going up Indian Hill Boulevard. Someone was coming out of uh, one of those office driveways, and they're looking the other way, and they didn't see me and my, my walking cane, and, and they spun me around, and, <laughs> and God bless them, kept going. <laughs> so, so, yeah, it's good to have a place that we can walk safely and, and not have to keep buying new canes because my canes <laughs> run over. Oh, Victoria, how would you get involved? Fifteen years ago, when REI came to town, we went to check it out, and there was this wonderful elderly couple who wound up being part of the co-founders of the Friends of the PE Trail and said, there's this trail conversion happening. And we went to the very first meeting and sort of asked too many questions mm -hmm. and got appointed uh, vice president, and <laughs> off we went. So we've been involved since the very beginning. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. So... What is the main focus? I know you're, you're saying it's a community thing where people can walk, bike, ride a horse perhaps in certain areas of it. Is there a theme that you're trying to capture with this? Yes, yes. Actually, our mission is really to see a connected trail system mm -hmm. from the mountains to the sea that allows us to really connect the communities together. Okay. Uh, when I first got started, even before I became aware of the Friends of the Pacific Electric Trail, I was sitting on the couch one day looking down at my gut saying, okay, you really need to get in shape. You know, this is probably like the reboot of the reboot of the reboot to get in shape. <laughs> and a friend of mine texted me and she said, well, listen, I have a friend that's starting a running club. It was called the Sunrise Running Club. Oh. I was like, okay, you know, she goes, it's it's any pace, you know, you don't have to be like a marathon or anything like that. And we meet on the trail and we go out and, you know, do whatever you can do. Sure. I was like, cool. So what time are we meeting? 4.30 in the morning. Oh, and I was thinking to myself, the sun is not up at 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> well, then, no, by the time you finish, the sun is up. Well, the first time I walked it, because I was totally out of breath and out of shape, it took me about 58 minutes to do maybe uh, 5K, which is about three miles. Right. Those guys started off like little jackrabbits, and they were out doing their nine-mile or whatever pace. Sure. They did 10K, which is six-some miles, right? So they're passing me on the way back. I'm still going out. 
Right. So by the time I got back, the sun wasn't up, but it was close. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's how I first got involved with the trail. <laughs> and then the more I did it and I kept going back and, you know, I think we, you know, like three, four times a week or whatever. Then I heard about the Pacific Electric. Uh, it was actually called the Cucamonga Challenge at the time. Oh, and they okay. were looking for volunteers. Actually, my wife is the one that found it. Uh, she said, hey, I signed up for this volunteer thing uh, and they need some volunteers. Why don't you sign up and see whether you get accepted? And that's actually how I got involved with the group, because we actually volunteered for one of the fundraisers, which is getting back to the main point is to see that connected trail system. Um, you know, when the group started about 2005 was to help finish the building of the trail. So, the, you know, there was I think Upland was the first one. They got some sandbag money and sandbag was the San Bernardino County. Uh, um, was it San Bernardino? Uh, agency of government or agreement of government or something like that, whatever okay. it stood for, which was actually the transportation um, agency at the time. And then they split up in two, 2017 and went into different two different directions. But mm. they had gotten some sandbag money from a grant to actually lay down the trail. So that was really the first foray into the area to convert that rail trail. Uh, and then the Cucamonga section, the Rialto, the Montclair, and all of that, those were added on. The group started to really help get that funded and finished um, to see that connection between the cities. And Vicki uh, was very instrumental. She and like the original founders of uh, you know the, and the original founders developing that relationship with the cities. Right. To be able to be on the steering committee, to be able to see and kind of like be, you know, advocate for the things like uh, uh, we want to have to really improve. Uh, OK, well, let me back up. Each city has their own maintenance budget. Sure. So they take care of the city. They take care of their section of the trail, whether it's graffiti or whatever, whatever. But we want to see the amenities like shade structures or okay. benches or water stops, things that actually enhance the user value. You know, you go to Disneyland, right? And you enjoy it, you go back. You have a nice steak dinner at BC Cafe or wherever, you go back. It's because of the experience. So we want to advocate for things that improve and enhance the experience because that makes people, one, aware of it, and two, they come back to it all the time. And therefore, it's used over and over and over again. And um, I don't know if we have any, well, I don't think we have any official studies or so. You might have some numbers from the city from trail use, but definitely it has increased once the trail was finished. Because um, I remember driving through the area saying, I wonder where they're going to do this portion of the land. And then when they put the trail down, you see a handful of people on it. And now you see people using it every day at all times of the day. It's open 24 hours a day. Now, does this trail actually go by Indian Hill Boulevard at the top? No, it, That's no. Another it one. stops at Monta Vista. Monta Vista, mm -hmm. okay. Right. Oh, sure, you get to my neighborhood. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, because I, it's I, an you active... You walk down the hill and get to it. <laughs> yeah, well, I am down the hill. I walked up looking for your trail. <laughs> <laughs> because Claremont has an active train line there, so that's why it's not being converted. They're still yes. using it. Yes, they are. Mm -hmm. And they have a one-track mind, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, no, that's really good. Now, what is your funding source for what you're doing? Grassroots. Definitely grassroots. You know, a couple so grants here and there, but you pretty much. grass? Yeah, yeah. Well, that was the previous show, right? Oh, that was, okay. That, yeah, was, yeah. that was the earlier section. Um, but really, you know, the, one of the biggest uh, sources of our uh, revenue that we would generate, you know, we've actually, as an organization, have generated over about $70,000 that we've donated to the city. Oh. Most of it has come from the uh, running and cycling event that we've done in the past as a fundraising activity. So that was one of the main sources. But, you know, with those funds, we turn that all over back because we're a volunteer organization. None of us are fully employed there or anything like that. Well, I want to go back to something you just said, because I, I don't know if the listeners caught that, because it is really opposite of what most people hear. You gave money to the city. You didn't go to the city mm -hmm. for money. Correct. Right, can you touch on that for a little bit? Because that, that is so opposite of what most people are used to. Mm-hmm. 
We're the only city, excuse me, we're the only nonprofit like us that that do community events and go out and solicit for trail donations for rest stops and trailheads Mm -hmm. that actually do write checks to the city to put those installations in. So it is something that we're very proud of. And we, like Greg said, with our PE Challenge, that's one source of funding, but then the donations that come from groups like Lions and REI and some of the bike shops and such that will donate money towards a rest stop or a trailhead has been a huge benefit to the city. Yeah, and I think that's important because um, most cities are used to people coming to them with their hands out saying, we would like to do this, but we'd like you to fund it. Mm -hmm. So this has to be really refreshing for the cities involved that you're going in there and we're saying, no, we're going to help you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's really kind of neat. Well, we're coming up to, speaking of helping ourselves, we're coming up to our first commercial break. And my guest this evening is Gregory Wright and uh, Victoria Jones. And we'll be back in two and two. The loss of a loved one is one of the most challenging experiences in a person's life. It's hard to know where to turn to make your loved one's final arrangements. Jesse Ruiz at Personal Funeral Planning in Ontario will treat you and your loved one with the respect you deserve. Jesse served in the Marine Corps in Desert Storm and understands what it takes to provide loyal, personalized, and empathetic service to those who need it most. The families of Michael Jackson, Brittany Murphy, Ed McMahon, and many others have trusted Jesse to provide them with the highest level of service and support. To work with Jesse, call 909-762-4027, 909-762-4027, or visit their website, www.4pfp.org www.4pfp.org. Jesse Ruiz and Personal Funeral Planning, veteran-owned and operated, helping you plan a personal, lasting tribute for your loved one. www.4pfp.org. Here's the legend of Mountain Mike's Pizza. There's a tale the early settlers tell that while panning for gold just below San Francisco near the Redwoods, a unique discovery was made. Not just gold in the ground, but the golden smell of Mountain Mike's Pizza and their fresh homemade pepperonis. A taste the 49ers from all over California couldn't pass up. It was pizza from the mountaintop. Pizza the way it ought to be. Since 70 ought plus 8, Mountain Mike's has been dishing up pizza dough rolled fresh daily using real whole milk mozzarella with mouth watering delicious fresh ingredients including their legendary crisp curly pepperoni that makes their pizza sought after like the gold of the 1800s. Now, Mountain Mike's has come to Redlands, located in the Redlands Packing House District near Sprouts. Feed your family for the holidays at mountainmikespizza.com or 909-335-1133 That's 909-335-1133 and discover this pizza gold for yourself. Google Mountain Mike's Redlands. And welcome back. You're tuned to KCAA Radio, 1050 AM, 102.3 FM, 106.5 FM. We're on the World Wide Web at kcaaradio.com. This is Viewpoint with Father John. I am your host, Father John Reed. I wanted to give a shout-out to a couple of friends at the Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf over in the village at Claremont. I'd like to say hello to Rosie and Gabe that always take care of my latte. 
I'm writing a new book, and so I spend a lot of time over there working on the manuscript. So come up to the village sometime and say hello. I'm excited tonight because a, a good friend of mine, a good friend of the show, is back, and uh, and that's our good buddy Frank. Frank, say hello, guy. Father John, I've missed you. How you been? I'm better now that you're back. I, I miss oh, you. Thank you. <laughs> you're a good man, and uh, I, I I can stop. Lighting candles for you, the fear that you wouldn't make it back. And, and um, but, but it's good. And, and Gabby says hello. And speaking to Gabby, all of you who know Gabby, today is her birthday. So happy birthday, Gabby. She couldn't, yeah, she couldn't be here because she uh, started a new class at, at Mount Sac, uh, which is almost as good as the schools I went to. But <laughs> I'll pay for that when I get home. <laughs> and she says, hey, she had the lock changed before I even get in the driveway. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> But happy birthday, Gabby, and, and I love you very much. And so uh, my guests this evening are uh, Gregory Wright and Victoria Jones, and they're, the, they're with Friends of the Pacific Electric Trail. And I, I almost got that out. Yeah. <laughs> These red lips, I'll tell you, I'm getting used to them now. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about the future of what you're doing. Oh, you know, uh, so... A lot of people look at the, you know, some people, we call it the trail, we call it the PE trail, the Pacific Electric Trail. So we call it PE trail for short. Um, and it's really the jewel of the Inland Empire because mm -hmm. it stretches 21 miles and it connects five cities as we were talking wow. about. Really, the future of it is the expansion from Fontana to be able to, because our vision is to connect it from the mountains to the sea. So Fontana is already in that process of starting that connection to kind of push it south so that it then connects with the, eventually with the Santa Ana River Trail. And that'll run all the way down into like Newport, Huntington and things like that. Well, I, I hate to say it, but everything goes south in Fontana. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it. It wasn't me. It's just the way it is. <laughs> and the way they're doing that is actually, since the PE Trail goes east-west, yeah. And we live at the base of the mountains. Right. All the flood control channels go north-south. Right. So they're going to intersect the PE trail and then go beyond that. And that's what the friends had been dreaming about that for years, is envisioning how do we con connect the Inland Empire to the Santa Ana River Trail, which is huge, yes. and takes you all the way to the ocean. So that's really the bigger dream that we're trying to execute. Oh, that's great. And I, I should give a shout-out. The mayor of Fontana is a friend of mine. I just, <laughs> <laughs> just I grew up in Ontario, and mm -hmm. it, our our high schools played football against each other. Full high. We, well, once I get past my high school years, I'm sure that I'll get over that, but we're not there yet. I mean, a side note, I have a friend of mine that we were best friends in high school and then we went to competing colleges. And so I tell her every, every, every fall, I said, Sue, I love you Monday through Friday or Sunday through Friday, but Saturdays I hate you. That's right. Only during the fall. And so she's like back at you. So we have that mutual respect for one another. That's right. And, and on some Saturdays, everybody's Catholic because it's Notre Dame. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, very good. So in Fontana, you're actually bringing these things together so that um, you can hook up with the Santa Ana Trail, you said? Yes, Santa so, Ana River. Santa Ana River Trail uh, to take it down to the beach. Now, that's cool. That's what we're hoping for. Yeah. So, um, my wife and I, we've lived in the Inland Empire. We actually were East Coasters. So, okay. we moved here in 1991. And, um, you know, a handful of years later, you know, I had friends that would be down in Orange County. And so, we would, you know, hey, let's take our bikes. And, all right, cool. And we're riding through these, like, trails that are really cool. And 
I mean, really cool down in Orange County. And I right. said, wow, we don't have this up here. And this is before the, the you know Pacific Electric Trail. And so I'm being able to have that connection because uh, one of my good friends is, he passed away about three years ago. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, we used to drive down to uh, Costa Mesa. Yes. We parked at this moon park. Mm-hmm. There was like maybe about 12 cars could fit here. And then we would jump on the trail from there and ride down to Huntington. Uh, or we'd get down to PCH and say, okay, let's go left. We'll go down to, to Newport. Or let's turn right. We'll go up to Huntington or all the way up to Balsa Chica Beach and right. back. And that's about 28 miles round trip. Yes. And then he and I sometimes on our way out, we would stop and have breakfast at Main Street in, in um, Huntington or on the way back. And then there were times that, you know, the wind's blowing the wrong way. You, the blood's in your stomach and it's not going to your legs and you're huffing and puffing and whatever. <laughs> and I was like, wow, this is so cool to be able to do this. It's such, such a nice trail. Then now we have the Pacific Electric, the PE trail, which gives us that same feel. Um, I think my only knock on it, but it's, you know, it goes east, west. So you have a lot of streets that go north and south. So you have right. to stop, obviously. And, and one thing we do advocate is one healthy, uh, you know, healthy lifestyles, because people that are active and healthy are happy. Yes, they connect, true. they talk, they see the same people. Like if they go at certain times of day, Hey, Bill, Hey, so-and-so dogs, everybody, you know, people that are out there. Mm-hmm. So it brings the community together and, and actually makes things like so much more fun uh, because you're now talking to people and you're not just driving in, going to your, um, your, your driveway, go in the door and just shut the door and stay in. You're right. actually getting out and exploring and seeing people. And that's one of the biggest things like healthy RC, like uh, back uh, the healthy initiatives are in, in nationwide, you know, there's healthy RC, healthy fun. Montana and so on and so forth in Ontario. Sure. And so, you know, one of the things we were recognized, wasn't it we were recognized for the Healthy RC uh, program from... Well, it was actually the um, Everyday Hero from Janice Rutherford's office, oh. which is our, sup- our county supervisor sure. who recognized and is a good um, partner with the friends and supports the friends because, like we said earlier, we're the only ones that are doing something like this, giving back to the, to the community. So it's... Um, it's a labor of love. <laughs> it's all volunteer base, and um, our work's not done. I think with what I'm hearing, one of the most important parts, and it keeps being brought into it, is the fact it's all volunteer run. Mm-hmm. Yes. You don't have people at the top who are letting everyone do the work, and they're scooping up the cream off the top, <laughs> you know, because that happens in a lot of situations, and, and that's where a lot of nonprofits go wrong. In my uh, opinion, is the fact that you start with someone who's good at organizing, they start organizing, and then you find out that there's one person at the top that while everyone's working, you know, they're, they're, they're lying in their pocket. This being all volunteers, it sounds like there's no room for that. With that. No. See, and I, that's why I wanted to bring that up, because I think it's important for people who want to get involved to know that this is set up in a way that this is legitimately mm-hmm. volunteers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so you are the organization itself. Yeah. So, and we're definitely obviously looking for more people to get involved um, so that we can replicate the friendships and relationships that we were able to develop in the city of Ranch Cucamonga with the other four sister cities. And then, of course, as the trail goes south, <laughs> uh, as it goes south, <laughs> I like the way that sounds, <laughs> uh, uh, as, as it turns to the south, I should say, mm-hmm. and then the cities that it'll you know, cross there, we want to be able to get people involved in each one of those cities to replicate what we're doing in Rancho and have the oversight to say that this is our trail. You know, people take ownership of the John Muir Trail, for example. Yes. And that's a wooded trail. So this is, you know, urban trail, mm-hmm. suburban urban. But the cool thing about it is it's our trail still. That's an important point. There's another part there that I really want to 
focus on for just a moment because I think it is important. You're bringing different communities together. For the last few years, and I'm going to say something that's going to sound political and take it as you will, we've kind of had a culture of tearing people away from each other. And it sounds like what you have going on is bringing people together yes. and reminding people we're in this together, you know, and we may be in different towns, but we have things in common mm -hmm. and things that we can do to build something positive instead of looking for the negative. Would that be accurate to what mm -hmm. you're doing? Very accurate, yes. Yeah. I think the attractiveness about this trip. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. ...is the fact that it's open 24 hours a day. Yes. 365 days a year. It, it's well lit. It has mile markers. It's hard to have a bad time when you're on a bike or you're out walking with your, your, your neighbor or you're walking your dog. It speaks to everybody in the community, and then it ties all those members together with their neighbors on either side. And so with that trail enhancement program that we developed and put a lot of donations into the city of Rancho for trailheads and rest stops, now we're speaking to the other sister cities, and Montclair and Rialto are very interested in expanding that. And then if that happens, of course, when the trail starts to connect south to the Santa Ana River, then it opens up so many more opportunities. Right. Oh, that's fabulous. Mm -hmm. But I do want to correct you on one thing. This year, it's not going to be 365. Yep. Oh, it's leap year. I forgot. 366. 366. That's right. You go. you got an extra <laughs> is that Saturday? Uh, Saturday, because yeah. Sunday is first. Right. That's right. You're Come right. I, I, only start, I forgot leap year. I, I only started to fight. I didn't want to finish it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually want to jump back to something we talked about safety, because each one of the poles are mile markers. So there's a number on each one of the light poles, uh, light poles along oh, the way. Oh, good. So if you're at pole number 137 and you're having something, you can make a phone call to somebody. Mm -hmm. And you can identify where you are. So 
there's safety that's built into it. Now, one of the things that we would love to see would be something like a smart trail. Oh, okay. okay. Now, what, what, what does that mean, right? Yeah. A smart trail is basically something that's either run by an app or so, but like whether or not you could have a footprint of where you are that you could check in. And therefore, um, actually last year, we did do an event with a group called the Spera Foundation, S-P-E-R-A. They just changed their name, but they okay. were putting together heart-healthy communities, oh. heart-safe communities. And what they were doing was trying to train everyday regular citizens into CPR. They would then be registered as a in, into an app that would then allow people to be a responder or a transmitter. So if there was somebody that had an event and they were on that app, they could hit the panic button while EMS was en route, and therefore somebody could, you know, maybe they're closer by and they can get there quicker because time is muscle, time is tissue. Yes. So that was something that we had worked with this group um, to do a special event, special promo into the area. Now they have they go around to the individual cities to you know coordinate something like this. So it's not just something that the, you know we just happen to be. I, I happen to be at a meeting and I happen to run in this person. The next thing you know we get to talking is like, you know, we're partnering up and doing something. So again, it's all about a safety and health issue, right? So a smart trail would be something that would integrate something similar to that. And, or it could just be that, you know what, Hey, um, uh, wait, I really don't know what's nearby. And if I'm on my bike or if I'm walking or whatever, there might be a restaurant or there might be a store. It might be something that I need to go to. Sure. And therefore, you could pull up the app or whatever. So, again, these are some uh, you know ideas that we're kicking around for some sort of a smart trail and be able to have the markers so that people know exactly where you are so that you can meet up or you can do whatever or you can have safety involved in it as well. Uh, another thing we looked at one time was like, you know, OK, what if we could just, you know reduce the carbon footprint here and actually have like a paint that goes on the actual uh, concrete that mm -hmm. during the day it absorbs the light at night it glows now oh you know that way you can cut down on the actual uh, you know lighting fluorescence right. fluorescence but then again you might you know take off somebody close by because all they see is this green trail looks like follow the yellow brick road or <laughs> to, to the land of Oz, for example so you know so there's different things you know there's there all the different ideas but obviously as a small group of us a small and we're all volunteers we obviously need help for things like this to be able to like you know raise awareness and funds and things of that sort Sure, but it's a great idea. I love the idea of the smart trail. The fact that, that uh, there'd be the ability to let people know you're in distress, mm -hmm. get help there, and people who are trained for first responding, even if it's just first aid. I mean, mm -hmm. again, if they know how to get things started, I'm wondering uh, if it would be a consideration if the funds were able to be raised to have different places where they have those mobile... ADs. Um, yeah, thank mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, and that was actually the mission of that particular group, the Spare Foundation. It was that they would actually install and maintain and actually, you know, train people on the use of those portable AEDs so that they're accessible. Because what happens is, let's say, you know, we're in this building, there might be an AED here, right? Well, mm -hmm. after this place closes, somebody's having an event, well, they can't get inside to get it. So this right. would be in public places. So their whole mission, again, I'm not really talking them up, but I mean, the fact was, they wanted to have a heart-safe community. So therefore, right. you and I know each other. We're mm -hmm. going to be more friendly to one another, and we're more willing to help. But if we don't know each other, we might not know that person's in distress, and therefore, yeah. So again, it's another way of connecting. So the biggest thing about the Friends was actually connecting not just communities, but also our business community partners. Right. That's why with the bike shops like mm -hmm. Jack's and Cycle, and I'm probably going to forget everybody, and, mm -hmm. you know, but you know all the different bicycle shops, sure. uh, REI, things like that. Then also other partners, which would other be you know other corporations and stuff in the area like um, 
I'm going to blank on their name all of a sudden because I, 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 my wife's from Pittsburgh. I went to school in Pittsburgh, so I see Alcoa in my head. But our IEBA, no, no, um, the B with an A. You know, they were the ones that they, every year they sent like 20 or 30 people from their group. Uh, Archon, Arco, uh, uh, oh, yeah, I'm blanking. Yeah, this is, I, I can, it was to, obviously, yeah. folks, this was totally unscripted. <laughs> this, this just going off the rails you, here. This is brought to you by the Alzheimer's unit. <laughs> yep, exactly. You know, what was that again? <laughs> you know, there's a difference between hmm, what did I come in this room for, and then how did I get here? Yeah. That's right. Two different things. They are two. Different <laughs> the older things. I get, I'm like, hmm, starting to get closer to that. That's right. And over these. 15 years, there's been so many partnerships and so many relationships been built. It, it's hard to keep track of everybody. I mean, we have a we have a business in Upland who is a community member who runs a, a beautiful place f- uh, for breakfast and lunch, who welcomes people with their pets and their bikes and has bike parking, and she's right on the trail. Wow. So it's it's that it's Mike it's um, Mark's bike shop, who, which is at um, really on the trail right at baseline, very easy to find. And uh, uh, we, we really want to welcome a lot of the people who don't know about the trail to get on the Metrolink and get off and uh, stop at Claremont, bring your bike, and take an adventure in the Inland Empire and find out you know what we have to offer. It's a non-motorized bike trail that you have a lot of fun, and you don't have to look over your shoulder for cars. Right. Now, you had mentioned in Claremont getting off on the Metrolink. Mm-hmm. From the Metrolink, where would they go? How, how would, because I, I don't live far from there, so I'm interested in finding this. So that's uh, First Street, correct? First um, Street. So mm-hmm. if you go east you'll on run First right Street, into you'll it. run right into the trail. Oh, so as you Monta cross Vista. over, yeah, as you cross over Mills or... Right, Mills mm-hmm. and then cross over Mills, mm-hmm. Go through that little bit of a neighborhood. It's like kind of a bifurcated street. Right. Then you'll see the trail. It just begins there. And then okay. it'll take you all the way out through Rialto mm-hmm. past um, Baseline. And, you know, so just, it's a nice ride, nice drive. Yeah, because I walk by there almost every day because I walk straight up Indian Hill mm-hmm. past mm-hmm. past the railroad, mm-hmm. railroad tracks and such. And so mm-hmm. that's why I was trying to picture in my mind where this might be. So that's terrific. And... Uh, so, and inviting people to be involved with these activities, let's say somebody has an activity they'd like to put towards this. Uh, how do they go about that? Oh, they contact us at petrail.org. So it's info at petrail.org. And one of us will answer them to see about how they can work together to partner. Uh, Vicki is the community partner. Um, uh, you know, liaison per se, director, and she her is. official title is on the card. <laughs> Community outreach director. Yes. I've reached that stage where I, I look with my glasses, I take them off to read. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Mine are sitting right in front of me because yeah. I don't need them to, I don't necessarily need to read, but I just need to see like KCAA is a little fuzzy over there. Yeah, yeah well, I, I figured that was your focal point. So yeah, there you go. That's good. That's no pun good. intended, right? Uh, yeah, no, yeah, that was. No. <laughs> very punny, you know, very punny. Wild and punny kind of guy. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we're coming up to our next commercial break and uh, you're listening to Viewpoint with Father John here on KCAA Radio. My guests this evening are Gregory Wright and Victoria Jones with uh, Friends of the Pacific Electric Trail.
The loss of a loved one is one of the most challenging experiences in a person's life. It's hard to know where to turn to make your loved one's final arrangements. Jesse Ruiz at Personal Funeral Planning in Ontario will treat you and your loved one with the respect you deserve. Jesse served in the Marine Corps in Desert Storm and understands what it takes to provide loyal, personalized, and empathetic service to those who need it most. The families of Michael Jackson, Brittany Murphy, Ed McMahon, and many others have trusted Jesse to provide them with the highest level of service and support. To work with Jesse, call 909-762-4027, 909-762-4027, or visit their website, www.4pfp.org. www.4pfp, as in personalfuneralplanning.org. Jesse Ruiz and Personal Funeral Planning, veteran-owned and operated, helping you plan a personal, lasting tribute for your loved one. www.4pfp.org. Do you love to dine out and travel? Then join me, the number one food critic, Alan Borgen, host of the Let's Sign Out TV show on PBS every Saturday at 4 p.m. for the new Let's Sign Out radio show on KCAA 1050 AM. Along with my co-host, Isabel Bussey, we will be reviewing local restaurants, interviews with culinary professionals, review new cooking products, cookbooks, plus so much more, including giving away free gift certificates. That's the new Let's Sign Out radio show right here on KCAA 1050 AM every Saturday at 4 p.m. Happy eating. Radio, 10.50 AM, 102.3 FM, 106.5 FM. We're on the World Wide Web at kcaaradio.com. This is Viewpoint with Father John. I am your host, Father John Reed, who was fooling around during the commercial, and so the music was coming up, and Frank was waving at me through the booth, and I thank you, Frank. You are so good for a senile host, and I appreciate that. <laughs> That's why I give you those cookies, because I know you're going to save the show before the night's over. And we're talking about, uh, you know, Part of these programs is it's nice to have historical sites and it's nice to have plaques that, that are showing what people are doing. What kind of activities in that area do you have going on? Is there anything that you're presenting or being presented? Well, the Friends are very committed to the Etiwanda Depot, which is a 106-year-old historic uh, train depot that's right wow. along the trail. And the Friends have been very in, in, um interested in trying to restore it and so we're not sure where the direction is going to be in the in the future but the city of Rancho Cucamonga has placed this building on the National Register nice. and that happened in 2011 and so the friends because we're so committed to that building we really want to dedicate that um, uh, building with a plaque and register and because uh, we want the, the community to know that um, this building is needs to be protected. You know, I know what that's like. I was committed to a building once. It was called Ward B. I, I'm sorry. Mm. <laughs> and, you people, es- and you escaped, huh? Yeah, I, well, I was crazy about the place. <laughs> <laughs> only people of the Inland Empire know what Ward B is. And uh, that was uh, before Patton State Hospital got really up and running. It was the Palace for the Peculiar, where mm-hmm. we learned mm-hmm. it. dances like the Thorazine Shuffle and the Xanaka <laughs> Cha-Cha-Cha. So, <laughs> so forgive me, I'm, I'm, I'm being an ill-behaved child as usual. So 
Tell me a little bit more about this building. That's kind of exciting. 106 years old, you said? Yes, it was actually designed by a famous architect, Irving Gill. Okay. It was one of the first projects that was a tilt-up. It was an experiment back 106 years old. Wow. Years ago. And so it's been standing ever since. The friends have donated um, over $10,000 just to preserve the roof from caving in. And so we're in hopes that some sometime in the near future, somebody will decide that it's important enough to completely restore, and the Friends would like to be a part of that because our founding members were um, had train history and uh, really want to see that happen. Oh, that's but, neat. Um, mm-hmm. Now, is it going to have to be retrofitted and all that stuff? Or? No, it's it's it just needs to be renovated inside and brought you know brought up to code. You know, there's no electricity right now, and we have some great listeners to the show, so you're hearing this here. Um, if you want to get involved with this, if you want to put some money towards it, if you want to talk to people who you think might be able to help with this restoration, if you're a construction group that might want to take this on, they you can get a hold of them at info at... PETrail.org, as in Pacific Electric Trail. Mm-hmm. And please do. You know, we have great listeners to the show who are really generous. I personally think this is a worthwhile project. It's something that uh, the reason that we're having this show tonight is because when I was told about it, I thought this is really an important thing for the community. I mean, there's a lot of things going on out there, but this is one that is completely volunteer-ran. It is completely done selflessly that's helping not just one community, but several communities. And it's about bringing people together instead of separating people. I think this is something we need so much right now. There's a, I felt so good after talking uh, to you and Dennis, and I, I thought, you know, Dennis is uh, Victoria's husband, and uh, I thought, you know, this is really a shot in the arm for people who are looking for hope in a community. And that's what we try to bring the show about is show people there's hope in different things. And if you can be involved with something that's positive, then what a great opportunity this is. So uh, I hope that you get some of those resources to restore that building to renovate it because uh, something that our children can see. You know, we're always talking about the children being the the next generation, the, the, the great. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. This, you know, asset to keeping life going. But if we don't give them roots, you know, I, I learned early on the greatest gifts we ever give our children are roots and wings. Mm-hmm. Well, we're good at giving them wings, but we need to give them some roots. And this is a place where they can do this mm-hmm. and they can see this is 
part of our community and something that I could say, you know, I come from that. That's kind of neat. Yes, yes. The rich history of the Etiwanda District. Yes. There's also other historic buildings over there. And so we feel that this renovation would complement that. It sits next to a school. It um, Actually, two schools. Two schools. Within mm-hmm. shouting distance, yeah. Wow. Don't quit shouting. I, I don't like the noise. <laughs> <laughs> so in addition to some of the other trail amenities that we've been involved in, we've also worked with the Cal Fire to plant trees. Mm-hmm. Good. We've done the weed tip with the Sheriff's Department. You know, we have really want to, in the Inland Empire, of course, you know, we need more shade. So it's not just a rest stop. You need trees. And so um, you have to be patient. But, of course, you know, they're, they're, they're growing, and we want to see that happen throughout. Sure. Right. And also trailheads. So mm-hmm. Like, for example, actually, the depot would be a perfect location for a new trailhead. Yes. Uh, because there's a lot of land that's there that could actually use for parking. And then, of course, the depot itself, if there was renovation efforts to it, could be like a museum. It could be a, you know, whatever. It could be something to house all of our history and all as well. And it complements two or three other structures that are nearby that are also historic landmarks. Um, but then also uh, events. People can gather. There's things you can do there. So that yes. there would be ample parking for that as well well and then of course um you know it's centralized it would be a, a public restroom uh, i mean there would be place for a public restroom Good. and all that stuff and That's also important. water stations so uh we were instrumental um with the trailhead over on the vineyard side mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's really nothing in between uh, so when you go east there's lack of water stations and stuff so and there's also um, a lack of shade structures and again we have the high winds to deal with, but it's something that actually gives us protection and also helps, uh, you know, the, the user experience is the whole thing about the trail is we want to advocate for amenities that improve and enhance the user experience. Because like I said earlier, if you enjoy something, you're going to come back to it. Yes. Well, and I think the trees are very important. A lot of people may not be aware of the fact that Euclid Avenue at one time was nothing but pepper trees up and down. Mm-hmm. I grew up with that. And mm-hmm. when the wind would blow certain ways, it was just a fragrance that... If God made anything, Barry kept it up in heaven for himself. Mm-hmm. And then the trees got diseased. Yes. And most of them had to come out. And Claremont's had to deal with some of that with, with our urban forest. Mm-hmm. And it's important that we go back to planting new trees mm-hmm. to replace a lot of these ones that through different reasons, some of the drought caused some of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was a child, Mount Baldy had burned. And I got to be a group of the children with the YMCA and the scouts and stuff that we went up and a lot of those trees you see there now, we've got to plant. Mm. And I can remember being maybe seven years old. I don't know how I even held on to this machine. It was so big, the head mm-hmm. seeds, and I walked around, you know, mm-hmm. turning the handle and putting seeds. And it was so heavy, but I wasn't going to give up for anything because it was such an important thing. Yeah. The reason I, I mentioned that, every time I look up and I see Mount Baldy, I get to think I, I've had a little part of this. Mm-hmm. And what you're doing with these trees, the more that people get involved, both they and their children will be able to look back and say, I was a part of this. Mm-hmm. I helped plant right. this. Yep. And I, I think if we can encourage that, it gets people invested in the community. It's one thing to live someplace. It's another place to thrive someplace. And to thrive someplace means you have to be invested in it. You have to know your community. And you find out that we have so much in common. And that's how our families grow. 
Uh, and when I say family, I'm, I'm using the term that Richard Bach used in a book, Illusions, where he says, members of the same family are not always raised under the same roof or bloodline, but are drawn together by love and spirit, and that's our true family. Mm -hmm. So when you get involved with something like this, the PE trail and such, you're finding your Nick's family mm -hmm. that's going to be part of something that brings life not just to this generation but generations to come and you can look back and say I was part of that right. we've had the pleasure of working with the Boy Scouts they've come as volunteers oh, uh, we've actually helped another community partner on the trail not at our event but go do a cleanup at their site helps mm -hmm. helps you know helps them get their badges and such and so that is a community working right. together and we're very proud to do things like actually, that actually even though we totally forget how about the ccc that's right remember please tell that story uh, california conservation corps yeah. yes oh. yeah. they are very they're the greatest them. partners they are the greatest partners <laughs> they are very instrumental in uh, providing i think about 70 or 80 volunteers to one of our events uh, and then we see them at like Ciclavia. Uh, mm -hmm. If you're not familiar with Ciclavia, which is an open street event okay. uh, that happens in LA County. So there's a nonprofit called Ciclavia.org that'll then host these like maybe four or five times a year. Okay. They close off streets between, you know, like nine and four. And it's a total, you can walk it, bike it, jog it, whatever, no cars. Oh. So those open street events are to make, you know, get butts on, you know, in, uh, on bikes, get people out. And again, it's a, you know, I think. Dennis tells this story better than I do. I don't have the numbers right. But, you know, the very first one that they did, they expected, I don't know, maybe 25,000 people or something again. And they stopped counting at 250,000 people. Wow. Very so it's successful. very well attended. It's very well. Yes. So we had actually, we worked with them, and that's how we met the CCC. And they came out and worked one of our events. And uh, they're very good partners to be able to do things in the area. And they're pretty much on a lot of the different construction projects or things like that, like the trees and things of that sort that go on, in, you know, in the area. Um, we would hopefully, you know, that would be another thing, you know, but again, that's beyond our scope, but to be able to have more open street events mm -hmm. in the Inland Empire, like sure. they have to replicate that, what they do out in the L.A. County area. So that would be kind of a fun thing to be able to do. What the... The risk of sounding corny, you know, build it and they'll come, you know. And that's what we're hoping for. Last year they added the, uh, they came as far as Claremont Pomona, and then the Friends for several years have adopted some of the intersections for, for safety. We have people, you know, dismount their bike, walk across the busy areas. Sure. And, and it was a time for us to engage with the community. So we're their partners as well as it goes both area, ways. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Mm -hmm. That's nice. You know, I'm very excited about what you're doing uh, because I can sense the goodness of it. Mm -hmm. You know, and not everything out there is like that. I, I hate to sound so cynical. Thirty years of being a priest, I've seen both the good and the and the bad of ideas. <laughs> okay, not I. No ideas are, are are equal. But what you're doing really. It shows people that they have an important part. And it's not just a few people doing something and saying, look what we did. It sounds like you're inviting people to say, come with us. Yes. Be part of this. And the community knows who we are now. In the beginning, we were that new little group that they weren't sure of. And we started something called a day on the trail where we, we would invite a bike shop. We mm -hmm. would kind of take turns. And we would spend a couple hours in the morning with handing out water, uh, fixing brakes, um, checking handles and such, and they wanted to know 
what's happening? So we would fill them in. This next segment's being completed, and then the next one, and then give them an update, and then they would share their stories. I'm I'm recovering from um, hip a hip insert or, or knee surgery, and my doctor said to walk. And by gosh, not only am I getting better, I'm losing weight. Wow. So they'll tell us their stories or the history. My grandpa used to work in the, in, you know, all these things start to come out. And one thing that we really, really appreciate is that the community calls it, no matter where you live, mm-hmm. it's my trail. So if you get on at Ramona, you're a Ramona neighbor, that's, right. it's my trail. And when you're over at Vineyard, oh, it's my trail. So people take ownership of that trail. And oh, really, it's cool. very personal. So we like hearing that. Well, that's neat. Now, do you have any upcoming events that you'd like to talk about a little bit? In, in gatherings? Uh, we don't have anything that's in the, you know, a lot of things are in the planning stages, so we don't have any firm dates, so mm-hmm. we really don't. But, you know, you know, we'd like to have some things that, you know, like, again, things that involve fun. I mean, people come together for, they, they don't want to, I mean, we meet for meetings to talk about trail things on sure. every uh, second Wednesday of the month at 7 p.m. in Rancho Cucamonga at Central Park. I'll give the address out at 11200 uh, Baseline Road, which is the Goldie S. Lewis uh, Community Center. Oh, yes, yes. So that's where we meet. And that's where we kind of put, you know, we plot and scheme for things to come up. I personally would love to see, you know, like, hey, we have a casino night or we have uh, ballroom dancing or something like that. Things that are fun for people to come out. You always have, like, the pancake breakfast. We were, we were talking about partnering with the fire department to do mm-hmm. that. And, oh, good. You know, so different things that kind of bring people together, bring in awareness. And, and, and so those are things. But nothing that is firm dates. Those are the things. But um, a few years, what we would do is we would actually put together uh, bike rides where we would meet up and then, like, ride through Claremont, for example. And then we would start at, like, either a local place, start and end there. And so, therefore, we would, like, you know, hey, let's get together and just bring everybody together. So yes. that's what we like to do is, like, I've always told Vicky and Dennis and everybody else, you know, people want to come to meetings. They like to have fun. So you invite things to do then, then you can preach the, you know, the message of what we're doing mm-hmm. and also get people more involved because they love fun. Well, yeah, and I hope that as those come up, I hope you'll let me know about it so I can mention them on, on the program as well. And, and I'd like to attend some of those. I think that would be a lot of fun. And definitely would love to have you there. Thank uh, you. you know, uh, in our last few minutes, what would you like to, to uh, give to the listeners to take with them to help them? chew on for a little bit while they're thinking about what you're doing. You know, definitely uh, regardless if it's with us or who anybody, get involved with your local communities. You mm-hmm. know, meet your neighbor. Don't be afraid to, like, get out and talk to the persons. Uh, you know, get, you know, try to, you know, bring people together and, you know, either go out for a walk, whether it's just in your neighborhood. We, since we're really talking about, even though we like it's a, a connected trail system, it's really a healthy component. Mm-hmm. That's really what we want to do is if you have people that are healthy, they spend. They're happy. They're, you know, they live longer, stuff like that, you know, Um, you know, check on your neighbor. Um, I I keep talking about my wife. She's sitting in the booth here. But there was a gentleman that lived up the street from her where she grew up and her mother would see him. Right. And he was 80 some odd years old. Let me go check in on Mr. So-and-so and and whatever. And so, you know, it's just having that caringness. So, again, like you talked earlier. You know, we're in a position where a lot of people have been torn apart, but let's bring things back together and just be, you know, love thy neighbor as thyself. You know, over at the Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf, there's a guy who's been going there for a while who just passed within the last 48 hours. Mm. And the staff there have looked in on him and he got hit by a car and, and mm. Mr. William was his name. And they would actually go up and spend time at the hospital with him, read to him while he's in his coma. Mm. So there's people who do need things like that, and it touches me deeply because they're part of the actual community. 
you know, I talked about BC Cafe, and, and I was having breakfast there this morning. And a few booths over, there's a guy who's probably in his 80s, and he uh, swallowed his, his drink wrong, aspirate on it. And uh, it was interesting how people were trying to pretend they're, they're not hearing him coughing. Like, man, so, you know, I got up and I walked over and I said, how can I help you? Can I help you? And, right. and he's going like this. I said, did he go down the wrong way? He says, yes. I said, do you need water? Can I get you something? And finally, he just... He relaxed, he said, I'm okay, he just coughed. And then when he went to leave, he came over to my table, he says, you know, thank you for coming over to my table and seeing if I'm okay. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and it, it kind of struck me as kind of sad that uh, people were, I looked around, I could see people were intentionally trying to look like they can't hear this man coughing. And what you're, what we're talking about tonight is don't pretend you don't hear the cough. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Show up, let them know they're not alone. Mm -hmm. That's how we get to know each other. That's how we become family. That's how we become the thing that we're talking about here, which is called community. Correct. Right. Your neighbor's business is your business. Mm -hmm. You're not trying to get into what's going on in the family. You're trying to make sure that their needs are met mm -hmm. and that they know that people care about them. It's the greatest gift we can give one another. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So We've witnessed a lot of meetup groups, whether they're walking their dogs, whether they're uh, running, whether they're cycling, we've actually years ago there was a a rollerblade uh, a girl group. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember their name, but they were having so much fun. They're called the Thunderbirds. They, they no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> on that genre. I, I used, yeah, I used, to, I used to watch the roller derby <laughs> back in the. That was fun. Yeah. Well, look, we're in our last two minutes, and so I, I need to take care of some housekeeping things. Uh, I, I, I want to thank both of you for being on the show tonight. I think you've brought a lot to, to share thank you. with our listeners. I'm very excited to have Frank back in the booth. Uh, Frank, you've been greatly missed. Uh, I've had li listeners ask how you're doing, what you're doing. And so that's why I've been stalking you on Facebook, That and because I'm just a little weird. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, welcome back to the show. I'm, I'm so glad to have you back. You're, you're, you're a true gentleman and a scholar and a very important part of this show. And um, the, for some of the rest of you, um, I, you heard me spoke, speak just a moment ago about uh, our friend Mr. William and if I know you don't know the guy but if you're of the religious uh, persuasion to light a candle please light a candle for he and those who love him and that's not just members of his family but members of his KCAA Loma Linda 1050 AM 106.5 FM and now 102.3 FM KCAA Loma Linda. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch -ch 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 -chumba. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.